Welcome to the podcast. Glad you're here. Hey, for 2016, this is the journey we're on. What the parentheses with the number is about, it's going to be 48 podcasts on what it means to live with a clear mission, even in the midst of uncertainty, and how to build a healthy, engaged culture or team uh, out of that. So... This theme that we've been on the last few weeks is what it means to use story uh, to really help develop, move the situation forward, give perspective. And I've worked a lot with you on you developing your storytelling ability. So it's been very practical. I want to hit something really high and lofty with you that we're going to get to practical by the end, but this is going to be kind of the the bow to wrap up our conversation on story. Now, uh, I think all of us at this point in our lives, whether you're listening to this, I would say the youngest range of people, maybe uh, late college, early 20s, to the older range, um, listeners that I've been told of, you know, maybe even in their 60s. So at some point at that place in life, with even with that kind of age gap, you've had some kind of experience where you were awakened. Uh, You got woke and you got a change of perspective. There was something you were freaked out about that was in the foreground that moved to the background. And you really realized like, oh, it's not so important. That's part of why I love trail running. Because for me, things I can be worried about uh, after a, a great trail run, it's like, ah, it all matters and it all doesn't matter. The paradox of that. And so when we have a moment where perspective shifts and we don't have these things in the foreground that we're freaked out about, we really get to discover a deep maybe orientation or something that we're drawn to that we want to help affect change and make better. And I don't know what that's like for you, but I know that uh, when you have those moments happen, and um, if you've had one or two or three of them, they become a powerful story for you. Now, I want to break down what's happening in that moment and, and how it's powerful. And then I want to get practical with you about what you do with it. Because this is going to help you as you lead others and lead yourself be really dialed in. So what's happening in that moment? Let's deconstruct it. Um, you are escaping the tyranny of the urgent. When that awakening moment occurs, when you get woke, when you have something that you completely change perspective on. Um, there were perspectives I grew up with that I can't believe that I held on to uh, for maybe as long as I did, how judgmental they were. And now I have seen things in completely different lights or different light, different perspective. So whatever you've had happen with that, here's what's going on in that moment. Your worldview is changing because of what happened to you. Now, it may just change a degree at a time, which is often how it works, or you may feel like it is a big click from one understanding to another. But what the, the filter, the lens, the perspective through which you see the world is now different. Okay, So that's what's happening in that moment. And what I want to get really clear with you about is how to harness the power of that. That's the story that's happening to you. And then use it to impact others for good. Look at those moments and what happened to you in those spaces and see what you're bothered about, what you care about, what you're passionate about. Because if you can learn to harness 
pieces of that, even if you can't do it fully like you want to, pieces of that in your work, you're going to find much more meaning. Your work becomes a mission. Your career becomes a mission. Uh, It changes. You're going to find much more meaning and even the smaller tasks that aren't as fulfilling for you. Um, I, I can't help when I talk about this to think about uh, a guy that a lot of different religions hold in high regard, Moses. Uh, whether you have religious beliefs or believe Moses is an imaginary character, I'm still fascinated by an irony. Uh, all the Hebrew boys are under the threat of death as the story goes. We're talking about story. And the mother of Moses hid him. Then she made a basket to help him escape on the river. So she lied she hid, she deceived. And she did this for this guy that would champion 10 ideas, and one of those was that you shouldn't lie. (laughs) So much irony. Life is a whole lot of gray, and it's messy. And sometimes we buckle under the pressure. And we cope by following strong voices around us. We start to just obey blindly. We become robots following the prescribed institutional pathways. Few of us find wisdom. Few of us make baskets to escape those conforming paths. Few of us write ourselves giant permission slips that say, it's not too late for me to change the things about my life that frustrate me. It's not too late to admit that what I'm doing isn't worth doing anymore. Maybe your permission slip needs to say, just because that path worked for them doesn't mean I need to take it. It's not working for me. Maybe your permission slip needs to say, I don't fit into that container, so I'm going to go make my own. From credit scores to standardized testing to personality profiles for your corporate career, there are two kinds of people. Those that follow Pharaoh and make bricks for pyramids and those that make baskets and find that new path. I remember when I started making myself baskets. I, I wrote myself a mental permission slip. It was an awakening moment for me. It was the moment that I got woke. Uh, eight years ago, maybe it was nine now, it hit me. Another leadership book wouldn't fix the disconnect I felt. I was struggling to make sense of my external world and the larger story I wanted to live. I didn't realize how my internal story, narratives that I needed to learn that were there so I could reject them, they were determining how quickly I could recover on the run, my ability to re-engage the day when setbacks occurred, how I positioned myself to work against my creativity, the way I related to people that I love wasn't cooperating with their development, and I didn't need more information. I needed wisdom. I needed a story that would capture my emotions, a story that my brain could organize around without me forcing it. And that's how I came to Sight Shift. It was an awakening moment for me. And so here's what I can tell you. Wherever you're at, whatever's going on, you want to stay on the lookout for those moments. Now, I want you to learn to recognize them in even smaller ways, micro ways. Those are powerful too. But I'm asking you to look at your life from a macro standpoint. Where is there a place that you need to make baskets? Where is there a place that you, I think of uh, the Underground Railroad or the Jews that were hidden during the Nazi regime, where you need to be known by the empire you resist as you build the empire in your vision. So how do we do that? Let's make this practical, okay? I can sum up for you four actions 
that are going to reduce the complexity of leadership into something very simple, whether you're a CEO or a team leader. Now, the reason that I'm going into these actions now is because I want you to have the power of this knowledge so that you can go make those baskets for your own life. Resist the empires. Build the thing that is in you. And here's how that's going to work. Number one, you're going to tell stories that support the vision to the team. That's it. Tell stories that support the vision to the team. So you say, I don't have a team. Well, start collecting the stories. That's what I spent the last few weeks on. Start collecting the stories that fit this vision, that fit the, the story where you're waking up, where you're making baskets, where you're rejecting Pharaoh. Start collecting those stories. Let the vision be shaped within you. And then over time, as you impact people around you, there will be a team around you. And you may need to formally ask them to join you to start the team. But you tell stories for the vision to the team. Now, if you're in a, in a role already, um, you're leading a team, CEO, whatever's going on, what are you showing up and doing? You're showing up and telling stories to take them to the vision. That's principle, okay? Secondly, you stay connected to the front line. So again, all of these apply whether you are in a role that is defined and clear or whether it's something that you're making happen. You've got your startup, you're getting your company going, uh, or you're at the very beginning stages or you're in senior leadership in a 200-year-old company. Second, you're staying connected to the front line. It does no good for you to have a high and lofty vision with grand stories if you don't know actually what's happening on the front line. If your ears aren't connected to the, if your ear isn't on the ground for what's happening with the sales staff, even if it feels like it's three layers away from you or twelve layers, or some people I work with in corporate spaces where it's like forty layers. It's ridiculous how crazy this gets. Uh, or, or the front line of what the customer is experiencing, or the front line of what the person is experiencing for the cause that you believe in. So tell stories to the team. Stay connected to the front line, number two. Number three, make sure the systems reinforce your stories. So you get connected to the front line, you find out, oh, that's not happening like I thought it should. Now it's time to change systems. There are systems that are uh, communicated and on top of the surface and clear and known. And then oftentimes the most dangerous systems are the ones that are buried, that are happening, that have never been communicated or addressed. So you're telling stories, you're connected to the front line, you make sure systems reinforce the stories you're telling. And then fourth, you break it to make it better. You break it to make it better. Seth Godin talks about making a ruckus. This isn't about frustrating the team or just trying to annoy them. This is about saying what we've accomplished is really good. I like the peak that we've reached, but look over there. There's another peak. And to get to that next peak, we're going to have to go through this next valley. Who's with me? I hope you're the kind of person that doesn't get uh, overwhelmed by the complexity of leadership. So I wanted to reduce it down to these four things to try to help you. It's real simple. Tell stories to the team. Stay connected to the front line. Make sure systems reinforce the stories you're telling. And then break it to make it better. Um, I want to help you not be overwhelmed. But more importantly, I want to put the bow on what we've talked about the stories the last few weeks. Uh, Where are you helping build empires that are crushing and hurting and disabling and disempowering? And where do you have a vision for a different kind of empire? 
make that basket. Give yourself permission. Write that slip out. Tell yourself a new story. Pay attention to those moments that you get woke up. Hey, thanks for being here. So glad that you've tuned into the podcast. Let me know uh, what I can do to be helpful to you. Peace.